are listening to the Angry Christian Blogcast, where twice a week we bring to you a recording of our blog found on eagerfortruth.com. Be sure to subscribe anywhere you get your podcast to get alerted on our latest episodes. And now, on with the show. Yesterday, May 6th, 2020, a new social media storm began to brew as social media everywhere from Twitter to Facebook erupted in outrage over the fact that the killers of Ahmad Arbery still have not been arrested or charged since they killed him back in February of this year. The details resurfaced as new video evidence was leaked out into cyberspace and people were able to see with their own eyes what transpired. I personally watched it and I have to say, it was disturbing. In fact, it was downright disgusting. People are rightly outraged. Some are declaring that it was race-driven violence. Others are suggesting there was no racial motivation. Simply, poor choices made by a well-seasoned former cop. No matter how one looks at it, it has revealed yet again that racism is not dead in this country and that while we have come a long way, we still have a long way yet to go. And one of those areas we have a long way to go is the words that we choose to use. I have talked about this before, but I think it bears repeating as I continue to see this comment come up from time to time from my fellow white brethren. Let me be clear. I believe that those who say this statement are well-meaning people who are not attempting to be malicious with this statement. But I don't think they realize the gravity of what they're really saying. Here's the statement. God doesn't see color. This is a patently false statement. God absolutely sees color. He invented color. He painted the world in brilliant colors, from the sky to the earth to everything in between, including those of us called humans. He created us with many shades of white, pink, brown, black, tan, yellow, and many, many more colors to boot. To say that God doesn't see color is to suggest that he is colorblind to his own creation. It also suggests that people are not created uniquely and diminishes the beauty that is in the very makeup of our DNA that God himself put there. This is confusing, I know, because I realize that when statements like this are being made, the attempt by the speaker or writer is to suggest that God is not one to show favoritism to this group or another based on their skin color. Which is true, he doesn't, but this isn't the best way to communicate that statement. And here is why. It needs to be understood that when people who are not white hear phrases like this, it communicates several unintended negative things. One, God doesn't see them. Two, they are not uniquely created. Three, the lack of color or being white is the standard by which God sees people no other color. I would dare say it communicates much more than this, but these three things alone should be enough to dissuade us from making this statement or similar statements. Again. I realize that this is usually said in a well-meaning way, but the phrase is actually quite hurtful to those who are not white. If you're one who has been guilty of saying this like I have been, you don't even realize just how hurtful. Thankfully, I had a caring brother kindly come to me and explain to me what this phrase communicates to him as a black male. I had never heard this before, or even considered what I was saying could communicate such things, yet there I was, guilty of doing it. But in his grace and mercy with me as a friend, he came to me and helped me understand, and that's what I'm hoping to do today as well. So, just as I've said before, please be careful with your words. Well-meaning or not, 
they still can hurt. listening to the Angry Christian Blogcast. The Angry Christian Blogcast is part of the Angry Christian Podcast, bringing you audio versions of the Angry Christian Blog found on eagerfortruth.com. Enjoying the audio blogs? Be sure to check out the Angry Christian Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And finally, a big thank you to Scott Holmes for the use of his songs Our Big Adventure and Upbeat Party for our opening and closing music. Thank you for listening.